So let me tell you about my really awesome sponsor called Gummy Cube. They've been sponsoring this show now for some time and they enable you to get feedback on every aspect of your iOS or Android app. And we know that is massively important if you've been listening to the show for any length of time. It's all about feedback, feedback, feedback. So they have this focus group service. What that means is that you can start split testing icons, screenshots, way much more. It really helps when you are in a pre-launch phase or even if your apps are already in the app store. So to learn more about Gummy Cube's focus group service, go to www.gummycube.com. That's www.gummycube.com. And thank you very much, Gummy Cube, for continuing to support the show. So I have an amazing sponsor called AppPress, and they have this wonderful app creation tool service that will enable you to go and build an app without knowing any code, just drag and drop. Now to see this in action, I've been using the app called The Best Caesar. It's really easy to find on the App Store. Just go to thebestcaesar.com and then you'll see how beautiful the app looks, how seamless it is to navigate. It really is a good example of what AppPress can do. I think it's one of the best app creation services out there and uh, it will really help you get your app on the App Store. So to go for a free trial, just go to www.app-press.com. That's www.app-press.com. And thank you very much to AppPress for just being such a great sponsor of this show. Hey, my name is Sai. I'm the founder of Crowdcast.io, and you're listening to the App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy Podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp, and this is the podcast that goes and basically helps you as an app entrepreneur. So if you are uh, into apps, if you love apps, if you want to build some apps, uh, try and make some money from apps, then this is the podcast for you. What I do is I go around the world and and find the best guests that I can who will deliver uh, value and just help us understand what we can be doing uh, to to help improve ourselves as app entrepreneurs, indie developers. And uh, uh, this is the first time I've spoken from anyone from this awesome company called Sensor Tower. And I'm going to introduce uh, Wes McCabe, who is with Sensor Tower, and is going to help us understand what they can do to, to really improve our uh, apps. So Wes, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. Happy to talk about Sensor Tower and how we can help out a lot of app entrepreneurs out there. Yeah, because you're already at, uh, helping out a lot, a lot of people. So tell us then, uh, for those uh, of us who have not used Sensor Tower or come across you, what, what, uh, who are you and what do you do? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, very high level, you know, the goal of Sensor Tower is to, you know, help you understand, you know, where your app is in this app store ecosystem and how to make it more visible. So you, you think about an end user who's going to be downloading these, you know, your app. You know, they go into the app store and they can find your app a number of ways. They can go to the featuring section. They can go to the, the category charts. They can search for, you know, the title of your app or, you know, the type of app they might be looking for. Um, and so where Sensor Tower comes in is we um, have a software that really helps you understand um, how to improve these discovery points for your app. Um, so, you know, today um, this process is called App Store Optimization. Um, and so we've built a platform that... Uh, you know, helps app entrepreneurs understand how people are finding their app 
and then from there, what they can do to optimize, you know, their title, their keywords, a lot of these elements that you, um, you know, are submitting to Apple and to Google Play um, to uh, improve your visibility. So that this this is great. Then this is obviously very relevant to everyone listening here, and um, we, we we may as well sort of start from the basic level of people finding apps. Then what you're saying is app store optimization is that process whereby some user will go to their phone and uh, go to the app store and then uh, hit the search function and then start searching for um, certain function, certain keywords that ultimately then could lead to your app. Absolutely. That's right. So uh, believe it or not, uh, a lot of uh, recent studies have found that over um, 60% of installs are coming from the search functionality. Um, you know, that's both on Google Play and the App Store. So, um, you know, that whether that's a user pulling out their phone and typing in, you know, an app they've heard from a, from, from a friend or um, something they've seen in an advertisement, um, or if, you know, maybe I just want a new alarm clock, so I'm going to type in alarm clock and, and sort of browse um, on my own. But that... Um, what we do know is that search functionality is, is a primary um, driver of installations. Um, and so we think that um, a lot of um, developers can benefit from really maximizing um, you know, their title and their keyword space and making sure that they're, they're showing up for you know, the relevant uh, searches. Yeah, that is very high, isn't it? Because when you think, uh, I would have said that you know, I just made the assumption that people just downloading apps because they appear on the the top charts or they're the most featured apps right. uh, is actually what less than forty percent. So um, the, most people are going into that search uh, function. Right, is what you're saying? Yes, exactly. It, it is a, a surprisingly high number, um, and you know, the most recent studies we've seen um, uh, were from 2014. So. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the, the landscape changes this year, but um, the most recent data, that, that's what we're seeing. And, and Wes, in terms of searching as well, are you finding anyone going to Google and, and searching for the apps that way on a browser? And then uh, we know that when you click the link, it does automatically open up the app stores. Right. Um, so, so that's definitely um, a trend as well. Um, Google Play has actually recently... Um, allowed uh they they'll index your app um and so you will show up for for all search terms of any content within your app on the web um so that's something that Google Play has definitely um uh noticed um and they've they've made changes to their um their algorithm to to benefit users that do search the web um yeah i don't have any insights into the, you know the exact percentage there yeah. but it is definitely a trend um that we're seeing, uh, and let's just say, let's just say right off the back that it's pretty obvious Google must be doing a better job than us than Apple because their their whole right. business is search. So um, absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking you want to be doing app store optimization if you're um, on Google Play because you know a lot of people do SEO and, and focus only on Google, and so why not just like extend that to mobile? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But believe it or not, it's it's. Um, you, I mean, you just nailed it right there. Google started as a search engine, um, and so their their search is you know worlds beyond Apple. Um, 
And so uh, one of the benefits, though, of being on Apple is that since their search is a little bit um, less complex, um, it is a little bit easier to, you know, learn the algorithm and uh, make quick changes um, to your app. So that, you know, that is it for all the Apple um, developers out there, um, there's definitely some 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 things you can do right away without being an ASO expert um, to improve your app. Okay, with the with the um, possibility of, of uh, alienating uh, half my audience now, let's focus on Apple a little bit because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you've just mentioned the keyword that we forget trying to second guess Google's algorithm. I mean, there's you know, the whole industry trying to do that every day, and um, but Apple, you said that it does give you key insights. I'd love to know from your perspective what you think some of the key elements are of the algorithm uh, that we yeah. can then start focusing on. Yes, absolutely. So we sort of joke around um, here at Sensor Tower that, uh, you know, Google is obviously Google, but but Apple's, you know, search is sort of back in the days of Ask Jeeves. Um, you know, the, the, the algorithm is very much sort of a keyword um, tag um, algorithm where, um, you're submitting metadata to Apple. So, you know, that's your title, your keywords, um, your publisher name, um, you know, in-app purchase uh, titles, a, a few of these other elements here. And uh, basically, those are all indexed by Apple. And when a user searches for one of those terms, you're going to show up in the search results. So um, w- what I meant by that is, is, you know, the inputs for the algorithm are, are are known and they're and they're very um, easy to control as a developer. You can go, you know, log into your iTunes Connect portal today and um, you know change the keywords to what it, whatever you choose. So um, you know, whereas on Google Play, there's there's actually not this keyword um, functionality, and they are um, you know indexing um, other elements that that Google out al- Google's algorithm um, you know deems um, important. So. Um, so that's the main difference. So, uh, for all the Apple developers out there, I would really push you to, um, you know, do some keyword research to understand, um, you know, what keywords users are searching for, what are relevant to your app. Um, and, and, you know, to find those keywords too, that aren't super competitive. Um, and you'd be surprised what just a simple change like that can really do for your, your discoverability. Yeah. Now here's the big challenge, uh, before we get too far, I don't want to, uh, digress from the algorithm, but uh, the, the the challenge is we don't know what people are typing into Apple, and I uh, guess what um, you know is is that is that fair? We just don't yeah, know what people that, are doing. Yes, that that is definitely fair. There is definitely a um, you know wall up there, and, and no one really has access to to that data. Um, Apple's made you know some small improvements. We we see trending searches now, so. You know that gives us insights that they are obviously tracking these things, and they're they're sharing some of the most surfaced uh, the the trending searches with us. Um, you know, here at Sensor Tower, we have an internal um, algorithm that we've made that serves as a proxy for you know tr- search traffic. Um, we we certainly understand that it's not a perfect picture, but um, our idea is that um, through some of the data points that we have. Um, we're able to to give you a, an estimate of of traffic. Um, so. And I'll tell you what we can do then. So let's assume that uh, I've got an app that is uh, using the the keyword happiness. Okay, and okay. I type that in, 
And there's about 500 apps that I could scroll down and see that have used that keyword in their metadata. Yes. Well, the next, I guess the next challenge is how to get on top and, and get Apple to uh, prioritize your listing over all the others. Yes, that's a, that's a great question. So um, the first thing I'll say um, that is you know a, a little bit frustrating, especially for some indie developers and people starting out, is that you know let, let's say we had um, you know hundred apps with the exact same metadata, same title, same keywords, same everything. Um, you know, it really comes down to a game of downloads, and so. Um, you know, obviously the, the app with the most download velocity is going to get rewarded, um, you know, for their success there. Um, but there are some things that even any developers can do to improve their ranking, you know, let's say for happiness, um, and really, you know, compete and, and, um, beat out some, some bigger players that are getting more downloads. Um, one of those things is adding that term to your title. So, uh, you know, from the analysis we've done here, the title is is the most important part of the uh, of the algorithm in terms of you know factors that you can control. So you know we always we always recommend when possible. You know, obviously you're you're branding your app, and you can't you know just uh, you know make the name whatever you like whatever you like. But when possible, adding a term to the title can really um, improve your rank for that specific term. Okay, Wes, you are in danger of making me look clever because <laughs> I, I did that maybe two, two years ago. I, I, all I did was um, pull up some of the popular searches. I was building a, an app that would help uh, um, mothers of newborn babies get their babies to sleep by uh, um, pl- playing uh, womb sounds and other various sounds that, that sound like the womb. And I just called my app uh, Newborn Baby Sleep. <laughs> so because that was go. really high up and <laughs> I did that oh that was maybe two or three years ago now so uh, uh but then I guess the challenge is it you know it just seems like a really boring name because you're using almost like a keyword as a name right and uh, and then it's also hard to get the the dot com name and you know and obviously the trend nowadays seems to be like using very clever uh names uh, you know, like we're using this uh, ringer to record this uh, this podcast, and and that's R I N G R. You know, so right. uh, um, yeah. But title is very important to match yeah. the keyword. Well, yeah, one thing you can do is another trend we've seen is um, let's say we're ringer, for example, and you put ringer, and then you do a dash, and then sort of your tagline, and so even you know bringing that sort of marketing tagline or your your one liner into the title. So it's still you still have your branded title that's first ringer dash and then you know your quick you know pitch that includes keywords and really helps you out there. So that's another approach that that you can use um, if if you if you're really um, you know committed to your your brand and, and you know obviously don't want to change that. Right, and uh, I've been fortunate enough recently, Wes, to be involved in uh, some big launches uh, with zero marketing budgets. And uh, like most recently, I helped out with a launch uh, of an app that ma- made its top two paid paid uh, uh, position on oh, Apple. Oh wow, that's, that's awesome! Uh, so, so this is great. But I, I, again, uh, I think what we're trying to understand here, and what would be great, uh, I don't know how far far we could go, uh, but understanding, um, you know, the, p- p- most of that was because of the velocity of downloads. 
which you said is a good part of the uh, algorithm. And um, and that, I guess that was very good for the first seven days of the app's life, which then ultimately, is that going to have a better impact on where the app shows up going forward because you've had a really awesome launch? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. So, you know, day-to-day ranking and the rankings you see in the top charts and the category rankings, you know, that is very much download velocity. So it's um, it's looking at a very, um, you know, present time period and, and um, you know, a successful launch won't, you know, won't really help you out there. Um, one thing we have seen, though, is we, we do believe that there is sort of this, this first mover effect um, or that, you know, there is an ability to sort of... Um, uh, that one of the other inputs in the algorithm is 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 um, you know conversion. So you know let's go back to your um, you know your uh, newborn app, um, and let's say you were one of the first apps in the app store for you know newborns, um, and you know you had that as a keyword. Um, you ranked number one, um, and over time some other players came into the field that had more more downloads than you um, and have. A higher download velocity, um, you could still possibly, you know, win out on that keyword um, be- if your conversion rate was super high. Um, so Apple does reward people that, you know, I've searched, I, I search newborn, I tap into your app, and I install it. You know, they're tracking all of those user paths as well, and so and and they're rewarding, um, um, you know, the the publisher that has a a, a good conversion rate as well. So there, this there is are, great. yeah, there it's are, very good, yeah. I was going to say, Wes, that uh, what you're saying then is, uh, like, if you have, say, a really bad launch, you're only getting a few downloads, maybe that stumbles along for the first month or two, uh, and then you think, right, I need to revamp this app, and you're kind of struggling and and fighting almost a losing battle because you've had a weak uh, opening. Mm -hmm. Is that right? That is right, yeah, and... and you know, early on is is a is a really big opportunity because you know you mentioned a really successful launch. We there's also um, a trend that we've seen in the app store where the the algorithm actually um, gives a preference to new apps, so so they give them a little extra boost um, to help them out early on. And so even you know even successful launches that maintain and continue um, to bring users into their um, you bring new users into their app, um, we'll see a slight drop off. Um, uh, you know, after the first seven days, um, seven to ten days, we actually see this. Um, so there is something kind of built into the app and into Apple's algorithm that rewards um, launches. So let me tell you about just a fantastic sponsor of mine called Gummy Cube, and something quite unique about Gummy Cube. It really is. Uh, something that I think you'll be interested in learning about. It's DataCube, their DataCube platform. And they use this for app store optimization and to manage mobile app marketing campaigns. Now, GummyCube has built DataCube uh, from the ground up rather than adapting existing mobile and web searches to gather the data. The engine powering the DataCube platform pulls data from the app stores. It monitors uh, iTunes and Google Play uh, right at the moment, and, and also advertising networks and information from mobile users gathered through the stores. 
Uh, now this approach separates it from all those other competitors. GummyCube points out that uh, any data taken from traditional searches is less effective when used solely for analyzing mobile marketing campaigns. It makes sense, right? You need the data from the app stores to do app store optimization. So I highly recommend going to check them out. It's www.gummycube.com. That's www.gummycube.com. And thank you, GummyCube, for continuing to be such a great supporter. So let me tell you about my fantastic sponsor called AppPress. Now they have been the highest upvoted product on Product Hunt for an app creation tool. They have so far, as I'm recording this, uh, 589 upvotes. And you know, it's great because you don't need to take my word for it. Let's just look at some of the comments that are being said about AppPress. Uh, Brent Summers says, looks awesome. What are some of the most popular consumer apps? And Grant Glass, the founder, says that several popular apps have been created using AppPress. We've got Nordstrom, Verizon Wireless, and if you want something fun, The Best Teaser by Tyson Cali. And uh, another comment here by Trey Sims, love it. This will lead to great democratization of beautiful interactive marketing, creative content campaigns. Liam says, love to play with this, like the concept already. So loads of people are loving AppPress, so what are you waiting for? Go to www.app-press.com. That's www.app-press.com. And thank you very much to AppPress for sponsoring this show. Yeah, I've seen this with podcasting as well. I mean, clearly what they do is they have new and noteworthy, so they're the first right. podcast you see. They last for maybe seven, eight weeks, and... Uh, uh, and so they do encourage, uh, I guess, people to try new apps. And, and uh, yeah, so the, the first seven to 10 days, you do get like this extra percentage boost in the algorithm, what is what you're saying on Apple. Uh, look, do you, I mean, we don't need to be scientific here, but do you have any rough percentage split between how important it is for the number of downloads, how important it is for reviews, how important it is for maybe even the uh, number of people landing on the download page? I'm guessing they look at that and the conversion of how many then are actually downloading it from seeing it in the app store. Do you have roughly a split of the algorithm? Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's an interesting question. There are definitely some models out there. At Sensor Tower, we don't have any, um, you know, specific, we don't, you know, publish any specific, um, you know, reports with, with weighting there. Um, there definitely are some out there. Um you know, download velocity, you know, is definitely the signif- the most significant factor. Um, I, I can definitely... Uh, what do you mean by that? When you say download velocity, have you got like... So like uh, we're looking at... explanation of what uh, that means. Uh, th- that means downloads, you know, hour, o- hour over hour and, and day over day. Um, so not, uh, you know, not total installations, um, but looking at you know, the rate of installations. Um, and so Apple is rewarding. Um, it's a way for them to reward apps that are trending um, and, and doing well um, currently. So, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is great, Wes. I'm, uh, listen, uh, tell me if I'm getting too detailed. I've never gotten this detailed <laughs> in my life, in, in the last 323 episodes, but you know, you're so, you're, you're, you're so on the cutting edge of all this stuff and, I, yeah, no, happy, time, happy to yeah. talk about this. This is this is fun. This is, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, when you say it, so basically, I, and just in terms of I, again, 
I, I think a lot of app entrepreneurs try to figure out how, roughly how, how many downloads they need to try and start to break into the charts. I, I don't yeah. think it's that actually that many when it's a paid app. Uh, would that be fair to say that it's, it's only actually a, a, a several hundred that could possibly get you um, yeah. popping Absolutely. up in some of the, the charts? Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, you, you just um, you just nailed it. I, I mean, it depends. It obviously depends on the category. So if we're talking about a category like games, you know, very fierce competition there. The, down, the downloads to get in the charts there are much higher than, say, education or... or um, or you know kids um but uh yeah even even on the paid section the downloads are um can be in the hundreds and to to get into that really visible top spot and what in your experience what difference does it make when you start to appear in the top of your category or even the top charts Uh, i mean have you got like any sense from the clients you've worked with what what a difference actually then that makes yeah, it, it makes a it makes a a really big difference. Um, you know, in installs. I, I I can't really speak to exact number, um, but a lot of the clients I work with, um, you know, are using uh, tools to figure out, you know, how many ads or, um, you know, how they can position their app to get to a certain a certain po- point in that chart. Um, so. So yeah, I mean the way we're looking at it is if people are willing to spend money and, and do the research to get into that top chart, that it obviously must be um, bringing them a lot of value. Um, but that's the exact numbers are not really something I, I get yeah. into with a lot of our clients. And and in terms of like that that recent success that I had, there was a zero marketing spend. Is it unusual to see apps that are not spending any money on marketing make it into the top charts, given it's such a, a valuable payoff? Yeah, there, there certainly are a few. Um, I, I know, um, you know, the the to do list um, app Clear um, and Dan Council, the the um, kind of the head of the studio there. They've done a, a great job of really marketing and pushing their app um, with very little advertising. Um, so, I mean, it definitely can be done. Um, I think. You know, at the end of the day, it definitely comes down to making a great product that, that people want. Um, he has some great insights on, um, you know, landing page optimization, screenshots, icon, and sort of ways he tests that as well. Um, but, um, yeah, unfortunately, I think across most of the store, a lot of those people in the top spots are doing heavy advertising um, in, our, our, in our larger publishers. Yeah, I mean, because one of the the things that I think is most frustrating for uh, you know this, the solo app entrepreneur is trying to compete against the big players. I mean, we have seen over the years uh, a lot more money piling in and uh, consolidation, and and just you know, is there still room for someone working at home or in their garage, you know, to build an app and then for it to be a hit? That's that's the key thing, right? And and what do you think? Do you think, like, if if I if you were if you were listening if you were um, advising someone listening to this who is an an in, in, independent India app entrepreneur, sh- should um, should they look for another career or should should they <laughs> keep keep plugging away and uh, hoping that they can actually make a decent living off the app store? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I, I think 
there's still a lot of room for discovery on the app store. Um, you know, as I mentioned at the start, you know, 66% um, of apps are being installed through search. So, uh, you know, even digging into your ASO and figuring out um, maybe there's another set of, you know, keywords or another audience out there that I could target um, and try and get some visibility there um, is a great strategy. Um, you know, I think some of the other uh, areas of the app store, you know, the featuring section, the category charts, you know, it is a pretty crowded space and, and it's sort of a, uh, the winners there are large publishers, unfortunately, but I think, you know, search is still an area where indie developers can, um, can find a niche audience um, and people are, you know, really using that function. Um, so I'd like to think that there's, there's still quite a bit of, um, you know, space to get discovered and um, to make a good living. Um, yeah, and, and you're obviously there helping the, them out. Have, do you feel like we've covered uh, enough about Center Tower? Have you got any other parts of your service or something you, yeah. you know, like you'd like to mention that could really help out the, yeah. the listeners, the apps to try listening to this? Yeah, that's a great, um, a great question. So Center Tower definitely got its start in the ASO space, keyword optimization and really helping improve your, you know, organic installs and your discoverability. Um, over the time we have, um, you know, we do have a vision of sort of being your, this one-stop place for, you know, anything app store marketing related. And we, we just launched a new product um, recently that is um, the app store estimates. So download and re- revenue estimates uh, across the app store. So you could look up, you know, game of war, for instance, and say, you know, how you know how well are they monetizing or how, you know how much how many installs are they getting you know in China versus um, the US and and sort of answer strategic questions like that um, probably not as relevant for this audience but um, another product we launched um, and we have a few more in the pipeline as well so um, yeah that's that's a little bit more about sensor tower De- ASO is definitely our cornerstone but we're um, looking to to help um, with all of your app store marketing needs. It's just so good when you, you can say now, nowadays, ASO. And, you know, I was telling people about ASO a few, quite a few years ago. And no one knew what you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> no. I know. I know. And uh, now it's becoming, <laughs> you know, a lot more accepted as a term. And, 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 you know, if anyone's really smart, I guess they just look at the whole industry that built up around SEO Right. And try and figure out that that the same is going to be happening pretty much with uh, with, with ASO because it's such a uh, like a competitive market and the, the reward. I mean, we've had guests on this show, Wes, that have achieved a revenue of fifty thousand per month uh, from apps because they're being featured by Apple. So, um, you know, being featured is like such a massive payoff. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, right. Everyone's going to want to get a head start. Uh, This has been great. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the um, show. And uh, for everyone who's wondering, there is going to be links uh, on episode 324. Just go to theappguy.co, theappguy.co and search for uh, Wes McCabe and you'll see uh, links to Sensor Tower and you. Uh, How best can people connect with you personally then, Wes, and reach out to you? Yeah, I mean, uh, they should just reach out directly. I'm I'm Wes at sensortower.com. Um, pretty easy to remember and happy to answer any questions, help them get started and kind of point them in the right direction. Well, thanks for coming on and offering some extremely um, great value. And 
uh, it's, it's honestly been a joy uh, just going through all this stuff with you because so many of us are like busy trying to second guess what's going on behind the, the veil of, of Apple and also uh, Android. And it's just nice to hear you, an expert, talking about that. So thank you very much for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's, it's been a pleasure. But bye for now. All right, bye-bye. So remember to go and check out www.gummycube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com, who are the world's best app store optimization company. And I highly recommend uh, using them to improve the optimization of your apps and help them get discovered in the app store and use their algorithms and their data cube from the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. So www.gummycube.com. And thanks to Gummycube for being such a great supporter of this show just to remind you that i am sponsored by app press and they are an app creation tool that will help you get native apps on the app store code free they are one of the most upvoted products on product hunt for app creation tools and so that tells you everything you need to know you can go and try it out for free by going to www.app-press.com that's www.app-press.com and thank you very much to AppPress for to continuing to support the show.